It's Dr. Manny. Welcome to Asylum. Today's idea is that action turns fear into fuel. Let's get it. So, the idea is simpler than it sounds, so it's not one to overthink. All it's saying is, when you're scared, do something. Now, what often goes wrong is that when you tell someone, when you're scared, do something, true to the distorted, exaggerated nature of fear, the first thing they think of is, well, I'm at the edge of a cliff. If I'm scared, I'm going to jump and I'm going to die. Or if I'm being chased by a lion and I turn around to wrestle, I'm going to get eaten alive. Yeah, but let's be practical. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about situations where the fear is between you and something that you want to accomplish where the fear is driving you to excuses where the fear is driving you to ignore distort or react maladaptively to the truth those are the times in which you want to take action and the action needs to be deliberate and purposeful that means one of two things the action needs to be in the direction of your desired outcome and in alignment with your values that's when it becomes courage because what it does then is it converts the decision you made in that moment in that state into one which is uh, an enactment of the courage of your convictions this is the difference between showing and telling okay so the first step is like we discussed yesterday no more excuses so you get clear as to your excuses well you get clear as to what you want and when you want it by now if what you want seems too big and too scary then you want to look at the reasons that it feels too big and too scary too scary and in some cases that involves going back and doing some personal work in some cases uh it's because you need a bigger team. It's because you need to do more research because you've made mistakes in the past that you need to do deeper reflection and learning from. None of those things involve taking off in the other, the other direction, run, ducking, hiding. Okay? So, purposeful action is how you connect to your why. That's how you make meaning in a situation. Because when you remember that situation, again, this is about storytelling. This is how you talk to yourself in these endless loops that we do all day long to keep our sanity, to keep our sense of self, to manage our emotions, to uh, make reality make sense. So just as important as connecting to your why not, uh, to your why is being aware of your why nots. These are the things you're afraid of. These are the things you don't want. These are the things that you would do anything not to have happen. Or at this very moment, the things that you would delay <laughs> for when you're more prepared. Okay? So when you're choosing actions, you want to be aware of the actions that will be violating your principles. So the importance of that step is that when you're afraid in that moment, Look to see, is it that I'm afraid because I'm fearing judgment, because I'm fearing rejection, because I'm fearing loss of acceptance, loss of external validation? Uh, 
I'm afraid of missing out on something that I'm imagining that may or may not happen. All of those things in hindsight later on will result in you feeling as if you made excuses instead of taking action. Often, if in that moment, instead of getting clarity, sticking to the clarity of the vision and honing in on the vision with such specificity that and getting clear on where you are now and the steps you have to take. Because remember, uh, if you listen to yesterday's audio, the second step was to get clear on where you are now to connect to that truth, to connect to the empirics without noise and without judgment. Now, if you allow your mind, once you have those two things in place to do what your unconscious mind will do, if you truly want what it is that you say you want, if you believe that you want it, if you're honest about where you are in the present, then what will emerge is a set of steps. The how will emerge. As long as you're connected to the why you're doing it, the how will emerge in alignment with your principles. It will emerge as a set of effective strategies. Now, don't get me wrong. All kind of random, unrelated ideas will pop into your mind. Those are distractions. All kind of quick reasons to take a break. Uh, temptation, feeling of threat. Again, that's what triggers the fear. All these things will happen in the context of pursuing what it is that you know is your destiny, what you know is your fate, what you know is the path to your purpose. All those things will happen. It's on you, though, to realize that by clarifying what it is that you're afraid of, you turn that fear into fuel. The reason that happens is as you start to delineate the details of the fear, what emerges in that context is, first of all, the things that you're afraid of that are irrelevant. Sometimes we walk around with a huge gnawing fear that we let drain us in the moment. In some cases, in clinical cases, it becomes generalized anxiety disorder. In some other cases, it becomes a phobia. It might just be social anxiety. So certain steps in your process, you imagine involving interacting with people in a who respond by rejecting, being cruel, being humiliating, being, you know, creating situations that are embarrassing. All those may be elements that get in the way in the process of walking towards your walking towards your desired outcome in alignment with your values, walking in your purpose. So the fear, when you really, really, really focus on most of the fear that stops you from action, what you'll find is that it's connected to limiting beliefs from the past. The fear, therefore, then points in the direction of the action that you need to take if you truly want what's on the other side to grow. And the first time you take those steps, it's going to be wrong. It might be that you're headed in the wrong direction. Allow yourself the space and the quiet to reflect and adjust your direction instead of beating yourself up. And you'll find that that fear abates a bit. It decreases. 
it may be that the first time you you just you get it wrong. You might not head in the wrong direction, but you might do some step other steps, some other aspects wrong. Be present in that moment so that you can again remind yourself what it is you want by when and why. Then reevaluate a new now. Where am I now? What are my current beliefs? Because if you stay present, it allows you the power and the clarity to update your beliefs. So one thing that slips by a lot when people are afraid is the realization a lot of times a limiting belief is limiting because it scares the crap out of you. So you don't like to think about it. And so it becomes an assumption that you you either mumble your way through or you plow through without uh, looking for feedback and you don't grow. It becomes a sticking point where often people could be like, that's just the way I am. That's that's absolutely an excuse <laughs> because we can grow, we can change and personality growth, a healthy personality is a flexible personality. Okay. So looking at other reasons for fear, often we fear doing something because we imagine criticism and it's human nature to not want to be exiled from the tribe because back in the day and really even now exile from your tribe of origin, your tribe of meaning, the tribe that supports you pretty much means that you'll starve out there without connections. We're social animals. We we can't survive in this universe without others guiding us, helping us see things more clearly, helping us think through more complex things, and even helping us be aware of when we've actually achieved the victory that we want. Because in addition to fear living in social situations, uh, pride, reward, uh, the sense of belonging, sense of fulfillment, all those things exist in the same situations that carry the fear. So returning to the vision, returning to the possible reward, keeping your attention between the vision and the present and allowing your mind to do what it will naturally do, which is come up with ideas, being receptive to feedback Feedback which is useful, feedback which is descriptive, which means that it tells you what to do next, as opposed to feedback which is uh, what they call evaluative, feedback that hurts, but that doesn't give you any new direction. It just has you kind of in the corner covering your face in shame or with a sense of guilt uh, while you're being pummeled. That's raw criticism. And some people try to put an edge on it, put put a, um, a rose on it and call it constructive criticism. But criticism is not descriptive, helpful information, whether it's because it's irrelevant, whether it's because it's too harsh, whether it's because it has too much fear from the person sending it, sending you the information. So it distorts reality instead of giving you what it is specifically you need to do. Becoming aware that in in the times that you're doing that by staying present in that moment is also important 
to turn to the process of turning fear into fuel and then taking meaningful action. And really, it's a lot of times people uh, in in the tribes that I hang out with, in my tribes of my identity tribes, they, they one of the, our favorite phrases is it's simple, but it's not easy. And it's an, it's an irritating phrase when you're stuck, super irritating. You're like, OK, yeah, I get it. That's not funny right now. But what it says is the actual step you need to take, the process, yeah, it's 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 a simple step. Take this step. But the fact that taking that simple step correctly, recognizing the right time to take that step, taking it with the courage that it signals your conviction, your commitment, and your truth, so that an outside party, an observer, can see it as a believable a believable expression of who you are as opposed to an empty action so that people see that it's an enactment of your values and your motives as opposed to what they call virtue signaling where you're doing something because you know that that those are the manners and you know that there's social benefits but you have an ulterior motive okay so i think that covers turning fear into fuel in under 15 minutes. So as always, I welcome questions. I welcome feedback. And I look forward to hearing from you with any suggestions as to how I can make this podcast more valuable, more helpful, more energizing, more inspiring, and help to help you get your clarity you need to be productive and successful. Thanks for joining me in Asylum. I'm out.